ओके टू ऑल द केयर इन माइंड्स वेलकम बैक टू आर रेप कल्चर पार्ट टू एंड या आई एम सो ग्लैड डेट योर बैक एंड वी मिस्ड यू अलॉट सो या लेट जस्ट गेट स्टार्टेड विद आर पॉडकास्ट अगेन सो अगेन जस्ट गिविंग अ डिस्क्लेमर टू ऑल द पीपल हु डेंट लिसन टू द फर्स्ट पार्ट वी डू हैव द फर्स्ट पार्ट यू कैन ऑलवेज स्क्रोल अप एंड यू नो लिसन इन दिस फाइन आर सेकेंड फर्स्ट पार्ट ओके सो इन आर सेकेंड पार्ट वी हैव दिस अनादर गेस्ट हर नेम इज भाविना okay so we you know we're going to talk about the hasrat case and you know like uh, dalit lives matter and like you know all these situations so hi bhavina like we will introduce you back after that too but yeah you know what it's going to be good and i hope you enjoy this episode and once again we will provide you the necessary time stamps and you can always skip those parts which might get triggering so yeah i hope you enjoy this episode and yeah Okay, so hi guys. This is another segment of Chaotic Mind Sync. Like, and I'm Kevin, and we have Sanjeevni and Bhavina with us. Bhavina is a very special guest. Okay, and now today we're going to talk about you know how casteism and you know women they had a very similar experience as to you know how they were sort of pulled down by society. So you know, hi Bhavina, you know, say hi and how are you doing? And you know, let's just get into the show. So hi guys, uh, my name is Bhavana Gajghate, and I'm here just to talk about uh, the absolutely infuriating case which happened uh, quite one month before. Um, and yeah, I'm just really excited to just engage in conversation with Sanjeevni and Kevin today. So yeah, you know what? We're very excited to talk to you too. So thank you so much for being with us. And yeah, I think it's gonna be good. So hi, Sanjeevni. Uh, yeah hello everyone and uh, like really bhavana it's great to have you here and so that you know like we get to talk to someone who has really you know like you have a voice being uh, being in a minority still you are privileged enough that you have a voice here right now and so we are so glad that we could talk to you about it no i mean pleasure all mine you know honestly the thing is you know this is how it's supposed to be you know the thing was Dalit pe Dalit people or anyone else, they never asked to be this pulled down. So I think this is how it's supposed to be, and this is how it's going. And you know what? I think we should be just grateful about it. Yeah, I'm just uh, I'm just really really glad that I got the opportunity. Like I know I am here, so like even though I'm SC, I'm still glad that I'm here to talk about uh, my community people uh, and their voices. Were they usually voiceless? I'm just glad to be on their uh, from their kind of. um behalf mm-hmm. so yeah i'm just really really happy here to be here okay so bhavana what would you like to say about the hatras case because i think you know it's a whole lot of mess there and for some people it's just a propaganda so like you know what do you feel yeah, about it yeah what are your case? own views about it what i think the hatras case is not any more just a case it's just a reality which so many dalits of uh, dalit women especially of the of our country face and it is abs- it's it's something which whenever i think about it's not really i don't really have opinions or just something to say about it it angers me you know it infuriates me my blood boils whenever i think about it because sitting in our homes we really do not understand the gravity of what has happened to her you know what uh, you know her tongue was cut her Uh, her spine broken and when she was you know burnt on uh, during her so called funeral which was forced and uh, no, uh, there was no permission given it was uh, she was not burning because she fought she fought for almost a week 
she exposed mm. the uh, rapists so she was not burning she is a symbol of strength and i feel like the burning was uh, the burns were actually of uh, the constitution's article 15 because still today till today there are so many cases of you know women basically at the end being at um, you know disadvantage in our country so it's just bad it's so annoying and yeah so like pabana like uh, being a girl is already really hard mm-hmm. and because it's so unsafe in india especially so like does it scare you you know being a girl and as well as you know when you get to hear these cases and you know you feel like maybe being a minority in india is like more unsafe yes it is i mean i'll tell you one incident i was literally uh i was 5 years old or even younger than that and i was uh i was with my mom and uh, we were at this like uh, we were at her college and uh, my mom's friend she was a really good friend but she was upper caste so they were talking about uh, you know this upper caste friend's daughter's marriage and everything so she was like oh yeah uh, you know we are we're looking for uh, rishtas and this and that but oh yeah of course i've told my daughter don't get married to dalita and like scst se marriage nahi karne ka my mom was shocked and i was shocked because i was like what why and uh, and they probably didn't know that you know we were uh, sc so she was like nahi nahi you don't know they chor hote hai log aise aise and i literally you have no idea what i was feeling at that time i was so i was i don't know it was annoying it was uh, i felt like i was impure or something like that i felt like i was not good enough i felt like uh, i don't know it was just and and a five year old you know what i'm saying and that's just one incident there have been so many okay so what i'm saying is honestly i don't think that's how you treat someone firstly because you know like even i i'm a part of a minority group okay so like i'm a part of the lgbtq community okay and the thing is i have seen how people just sort of end up you know belittling you as a thing and i don't think that's how it's supposed to do okay honestly i think bhavna i think any guy would you know any person would be lucky to marry you or anyone else yeah, okay exactly. and i don't Hmm. exactly i don't think that's how you know marriage works so once uh, in school the the kids were calling each other names so you know how you insult each other basically you go like are you know pagal hai and all that so they were calling each other dalit and that was seriously something else and they did not of course know that you know i was sc or anything like that so so what i'm coming to here is that casteism is just so deeply normalized you know basically or discriminating or saying something bad or just calling each other dalit as an insult like and this is literally i you know i am in a privileged place i live in a city i go to a school where all the upper caste people go or all that and it never comes to my mind but like um it's still so transparent i would say you know what i'm saying it's just literally there but like nobody cares to talk about it or nobody um nobody cares that it's wrong or right they just think that you know it's fine you can say whatever you want and this is just me this is like i'm in a city so you can imagine what happens to people who are not living in cities who do not have all this you know 
so yeah 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 fun. exactly like i don't i don't get it that every person is unique and perfect in their own way and like what's the point of you know like hating a community and just making them feel low about themselves because mm-hmm. everyone has a like equal place in the society and like everyone deserves to be treated good and just you know just victim blaming because and you know like just being unsafe because of be belonging to a particular caste it's just like i don't have words for it it just makes me feel so sorry about it and also the thing is it's so deep rooted in our society like the thing is i know this word called you know it's a word called samaj so you know it's like trigger warning it's not a it's not a derogatory word it's actually a word from you know some people they it's their identity for some people right mm. and because of hindi language or because of indians we have sort of created this as a very derogatory or like a slur mm. i don't know why that is because it was supposed to be like an identity for some people but now you made it so derogatory that they feel bad about their own identity exactly. and that just that sucks but bhavana i'm going to tell you one thing so you know whatever happens i don't think you deserve that kind of treatment and you're never going to get that kind of treatment if you got that i'm so sorry but you deserve better and everyone from the scst they do deserve better because they are human too and they are normal people too so you know you know i'm so sorry and you know uh, if you're talking about um casteism or just women and and everything i also want to talk about um i mean there are two things you know people whenever they think about casteism it's or caste they always think about reservations they never think about the why caste reservations are even in place they don't want to remove caste discrimination but they are the first ones to say you know what this reservation needs to go right now i mean i understand it's almost like they have this feeling that people who have reservations have a privilege it's not a privilege it's a reservation and they feel like we or just you know people who get reservations basically they are taking something away from the people like from the people who are not having reservations which is the only thing which comes to their mind by the way which is also not a very good thought you know people should think about uh removing the discrimination first that is the most important thing instead of like other you know literally yesterday marks one month uh since the hathras incident and from the same place hathras there was a 4 year old which was raped and uh, you know this is the same year when uh, nirbhaya rapists are hanged so all the people who are asking for and who are angry and rightly so and who are asking for capital punishment they need to realize that capital punishment will not be a permanent solution to this you know what i'm saying like uh, i would like to uh, quote milton friedman who uh, yeah. once said that nothing more permanent than a temporary solution so we need to come up with something which really is you know change the rock foundation you know we need to analyze why all this is happening maybe it's the mentality maybe it is i i i'm i mean i'm 100% sure it's the mentality people just need to change how they think or how they perceive all these issues you know whenever you think about casteism don't think about reservation think about what people are going through in the villages or the people who are from lower caste so yeah honestly about that i want to say something so firstly about reservations so okay fine so you know what 
some people they do need reservations and i think that is important and you know when you have you know it's like it's deep rooted in your in your society right so like it's a, it's sort of systematic in a way so now you don't even know you're doing it but you're doing it right so i think uh for that like you know uh the same way so a lot of people they took black lives matter so seriously and that's good okay you stand you're standing up for something good but then why did you not stand up for dalit lives matter at times like i don't think like the the whole thing it just stopped very soon and you know i know i understand that maybe you know it is not good for you or like whatever but you know if you're standing up for something good maybe some stand up for something which okay i think i'm sorry go on go on no no i i i really understand what you're trying to say you're trying to say that if you're standing up for you know black lives matter then you should also stand up for dalit lives matter because you know this selective a uh, political uh, awakening is not cool and it's not something that you should be proud of if you you know yeah if you're putting up black lives matter for the aesthetic then just don't do it yeah. you know if you really feel for it then then stand up for cnrc stand up for all things yeah, which exactly. happen and like even not not only the common people but also the media uh, how the like the media is so important and its role but how they treated this hathras case like literally 3 hours uh, away something like this like something so heinous was going on and they did not even have one headline about I it and like this, only a know, few channels were showing this thing we can actually trace it back to all the other cases which have you know uh, basically scsts or obcs and all that uh, related they never make the headlines they are never you know at the top of it they're always people who are from upper caste or basically six gujaratis which is fine people they sort of you know when they find convenience in something so like everyone was doing black lives matter so you'll do it but because not a lot of people were creating a hype about they they don't want to get so political you know like they want to uh, they want to you know just stay out of it that no no it will get up but the question is how long will you stay away places. from it how long will you stay ignorant to the fact that these you things know, are happening i think the most uh, striking thing about why uh, public people public personalities or people who have power and influence do not talk about it is because they are scared in this government this government is not free or you know how, how do we say it independent democratic and all that it claims to be it is not you know what i'm saying if people speak up they the next day they'll be in jail so how can you expect people who have power and influence to talk then they'll lose their power and influence you know what i'm saying it's a fascist government what else should i say you know so mm-hmm. that's the main problem and that's the only problem why people feel scared yeah. to derail from the main you know yeah exactly and like we think we mm-hmm. think that nope. the police are there for us but even the police is not independent because every mm-hmm. state has mm-hmm. the, their own like you know the police are under the state government so like we, mm-hmm. we are not really and like also right. you have video evidence of uh, you know chains of police uh, officials you know uh, like uh, holding their hands like that and like in a chain formation and they're stopping uh, like politicians maybe they're lathi charging on politicians and uh, they're stopping the uh, journalists to go to meet the family yeah, yeah, or yeah. to go to the burning that uh, funeral site or whatever so 
I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's all connected. Police is also under a lot of power and influence. So they cannot uh, do what is the right thing. You know what I'm saying? And who tells us the right thing? What tells us the right thing? It's the constitution. But if you're not following yeah, the constitution, absolutely. if you're not following Article 15 or the SCST Act or anything like that, then what's the point? Then how can we even, if the foundation, you know, the fundamentals are not strong, then, you know, then of course. Exactly. And that's what the, you know, podcast stands for, Chaotic Minds Think Like. And, <laughs> you know, yeah. so, okay. So I think... To, for the, from this conversation, we can conclude that ignorance is something which very few people can have, which very few people get to have, okay? But that doesn't mean that you stay ignorant. Please learn what is happening around you because it's important. And sometimes, you know, for example, if you don't learn what's happened to others, how will other people learn about how, what happened to you, right? Mm. So I think it's very symbiotic in that way. Mm. And yeah, I think please stand up for some people if you have to because you know sometimes people do need like some support okay mm. and even if they do not everyone likes some variation from the society and i think everyone deserves it to some extent and not even not even validation we are just asking mm. for proper treatment just treat them like you treat others you know like you treat your upper caste friend but you'll call names to other people. That's not right. Just treat everyone equally. Like there's nothing that why why do you have to compare or why do you have to you know make them feel bad about themselves? Right. So Bhavana, do you have any message to all the fellow Dalit listeners or anyone out in the country or in the world? Um, I would just like to tell mm. all. Um, I I mean I have two messages to give. One is for all the SCSTs or Dalits who are watching this to always raise your voice against the injustice. Now the Hatsas case is definitely gaining a lot of uh, you know traction from the media and people. But before this as well, uh, I always used to you know try to raise my voice against the injustice. Even in future, if people are not paying attention to uh, certain issues, just raise your voice and. To other people who are upper caste, just know your privilege, acknowledge it, and treat everyone with respect and uh, love. That's all I would like to say, I guess. Exactly, yeah. because your privilege is, obviously, it's supposed to be celebrated, but it's also supposed to help, you know, it's supposed to help the people who don't have that sort of power. And in that, I think your power is just so waste. So from this, I think we are, you know, we come to the end of this segment. But all you guys, you keep listening to the rest of the episode. We have some other conversations too. So thank you so much, Bhavina, for joining us. It was great talking to you. Thank yeah. you. This yeah. was amazing. This was so cool. This was a first for me. So I was thank really you, nervous. But these guys really uh, welcomed me with, you know, whole heart. So I'm really happy, thankful. And really privileged to be here. So, yeah. <laughs> right. Totally, totally. You can always ex- expect this type of behavior from us. And or even Thank all the so other much. people, if you have important messages to send us, please do it. Because I think as much as our voices, you know, worthy of... So, thank you so much. And yeah, from this, we come to the end of the segment. Thank you. Bye. Uh, also, Kevin, I want to add something here. I've heard that whenever we talk about women's right, the, you know, statement I get, in return is that you guys have voting rights you guys can vote you guys can do uh, you know anything whatever men can do um no those i'm not whenever i talk about women's safety or women's right or women's empowerment i'm not saying i want i want voting rights and also why are you feeling so proud ki are inko humne vote karne diya excuse me 
I'm a after 18 I will be a responsible citizen of this country and I should get a voting right so it, it's not like something to brag about because again whenever I talk to someone about women's right they be like you guys are in the parliament you guys are everywhere so like what what are you fighting for and we are literally fighting for a basic right to just breathe somewhere and not be scared uh i want to say something here so like i'm i'm sorry i'm not trying to like you know sort of just uh and i know the gravity of the situation right now but do you remember this uh post from feminist this page once so what happened in this post was if you remove the men from the politics okay and when they removed it there was this like barely one or two women standing in the whole crowd it was just all men so yeah I mean, yeah and then they have the audacity to be like tumhe vote karne dete hai tumhe dharo tum udharo like your surrounding is not the whole world yeah and like whenever we start talking about the patriarchy which is so prevalent in our society men come at us like but there's also matriarchy there no like like at one place if there is matriarchy even at one place out of 10 places then you can just see the ratio no like you can't just come at me like you know yaar you know just uh, like benita said earlier no that they just try to counter attack but you can just you know take in what i am saying first and just by the way guys matriarchy doesn't exist even if you pick up a very basic sociology grade 11 textbook it says that matriarchy hasn't seen we haven't seen it in any historical evidences but it's definitely a concept what you actually do see is actually matri leniency which basically is about the inheritance of the property even there the men of the family have control over the property so i don't know where this argument even like comes from because dude it doesn't exist so please next time you are on your way to use the fact that hey matriarchy also exist it doesn't please look it up okay fine so vinita uh, honestly like i the thing is i don't think i'm at that place to comment on that statement because okay maybe matriarchy does exist but it doesn't exist no either. it doesn't kevin it doesn't it doesn't what does matriarchy mean matriarchy means where women are dominant where women make the decisions and if you research if you look it up it's not even that difficult just look where matriarchy is practiced you won't find it what you find are examples where uh, women are given the respect um women ka ghar is seen the where the house where you get married to but nowhere like ghar pe men are supposed to work and women go like are earning for the family roles aren't reversed in any society so it is very very safe to say that matriarchy doesn't exist exactly so what not um, what i'm saying is so the thing is i can't agree to if like it does exist or not but the same that in practice or in my life i haven't seen it so far so i don't think i can say that it doesn't exist i'm just saying that it didn't exist in my in front of me so yeah i wanted to add something to the conversation that we were having it's that uh, not everything is about you and sometimes when someone is not talking about you listen to them instead of making the whole situation about yourself because yes it is not about you so don't make this about yourself you know like the thing is what um, 
people do and i am there was a point when i did i'm i'm guilty of making things about myself because i had this misunderstanding about how um giving yourself importance is you know you always have to put yourself first no you have to be smart to understand where you put yourself first when it comes to your needs and when it comes to kisi aur ka needs when it comes to kisi aur ka mental health let them put themselves first you just can't be the one in every situation you can't be the main role you can't be playing the main role in everybody's stories in every in your story definitely not in everybody's stories so take a step back chill can out can we please talk about how social issues and your personal issues are two total different thing if a girl just said no to you and you're feeling sad about it and you feel like matriarchy exists no sir it doesn't just because one lady she got she has the she's brave enough to say no to you don't think that you're oppressed so your personal issues are not societal issues so again if you feel that way read about it read about whatever whatever you think just go through go through articles yeah and like like to to basically learn consent one must unlearn entitlement like men think that they're entitled to that yes so even if the the girl the woman that uh, that person doesn't agree that they they are like mm-hmm, let's see i'm not sure about it maybe but they just they just figure that it is a yes but no uh, like jab tak it's not a yes it's a no it's clearly a no also um if you actually look up if you if you are confused and it's okay that you're confused about what consent might actually be look it up there's nothing to be ashamed of to you know actually search ki is this consent like is this consensual or not if she says maybe is she is okay she or he there is or them it's not about it's anybody consent is important when it comes to any human being and it happens so okay like we are not here to give you um advices as to what you should do and what you should not but you know there could be times when you get caught up in the heat of the mo- moment what you can literally do is just like ask like hey are you comfortable with this is this okay do you want to slow it down are you sure about it and i'm pretty sure they will give you the answer about if they are comfortable with it and even if they're not if they mean something to you you will understand that is this what they really want i just want to ask her something so the thing is see i really don't think that asking for consent is that awkward like you know okay for example you're having you have a first kiss okay and you want everything to be smooth that's right okay everyone wants everything to be smooth right but can't you just ask once to the other person like can i kiss you because i really feel like doing it like can we do it is it the right time i don't know how that's awkward that's fine i mean i feel like consent will make the situation better because the other person will know that you genuinely care how they feel about this whatever situation that you have created also one more thing anything other than yes is a no in that situation because sometimes it's that you are dating someone for a really long while and you feel like if you'll say no right now it will be disappointing in a way so you be like maybe let's see uh that's still a no exactly so like sometimes people like you know the thing is i i mean firstly i just feel that people taboo a lot about the whole sexual you know things people do so maybe firstly they don't want to mention because they're already considering as a taboo so maybe 
try doing not doing that other than that i think you know asking for it will just say that you know okay this person is confronting me about the whole thing so i think they do respect what i feel and not feel and also you know i have seen this many people that the thing is they don't directly say yes because either they do not want to do it and they're just trying to please the other person so like you know it's a you know also hey if you are thinking about that concept consent is an extra step that you are taking in the whole process and it is something that you're doing over the top no it's not consent is just respecting boundaries and just like not assuming anything what the other person wants so it's just it's chill there's nothing to be ashamed of also like a very simple question so like okay i'm just very curious i just want to ask you this so okay how are you going to do it if you're not comfortable talking about it like this is this a question i'll just leave it here so oh, it's a good it's a good question i feel like you know this is where the lack of education comes in i feel like if in india and i'm not even saying ki abhi hi sex education de do because see i know everything will happen gradually but again we are very slow agar hum apne desh ko dekhe because again we are the mo- we are the second most populated country True. and sex education is nowhere near us which makes me feel like that's when such questions arise like they arise like you know consent puchna chahiye ki nahi you should ask it's fine and again if you do if you are too ashamed to talk about it what are you going to do then and the worst thing that could happen to you if you ask for consent is um they will say no that's all nothing it's not going to affect your relationship it's not going to affect what you have with them it's just they don't want to yeah, do it it's now it's just respecting the other person's choice like at that moment they don't feel like it and you should respect that like we like some people some people think that uh, you know we treat them good and like the bar has been set so low that they'll be like nay nay we treat women very good we ask for her consent so so what uh, should we give you a cookie for being a good man also one more thing just because you're in a relationship with a person you can't expect them to have sex with you or exactly activity because you can't assume there are people who just marry to have sex okay yeah and the thing is i don't know how like marrying someone would just to automatically give the authority that you can have sex with them so yeah and you know what i i i read somewhere i read somewhere that um in in a country it's like legal it's it's that if a person like you know rapes someone so if they marry the victim it's fine yeah so marital rape is justified here but that's fucked up right exactly like how is it legal how is it legal to rape your own wife i don't know this is what our society has done to be honest and we can't we just have to be patient and slowly but surely go on and make people realize everything that is wrong also, with it also we need to start talking about it i un- i know how uncomfortable this topic might seem to a lot of people but like if now we are not going to talk about it then when are we going to talk about it so i think the whole root of the issue is that nobody wants to talk about it because it's so awkward saying it out there and the thing is this is where the part where people want to be introduced by sex education or by how these things do matter and these things matter more than anything like not more than anything. So okay to all the listeners i just want to say one thing so obviously like consent is important and consent is you know a very primary 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 part of everything which goes on which is like including this okay but the thing is we also have to realize that most people listening to this podcast are minors okay 
So I just want to say one thing here. See, you as a minor, okay, there's a, there's this thing where you are not really allowed to give consent to people, okay? So exactly. So what I'm saying is, so the thing is obviously like, uh, I mean, to all the listeners, I know we want to do, okay? So still. Consent is something which you can do when you are acting like adult or like you know over 18 I guess. Thing is, see, you are a minor and you are not really allowed to give consent. Okay, but I am just saying as a you know as a societal thing that even if you end up doing that after marriage or after 21 or after 18, do realize that consent is important and you also always always have to do it because you have to respect the boundaries of the other person. Yeah, and you have to realize your like your body is yours. You are you are the final authority on you. Like no one can force you into doing something you don't want to and you're not comfortable with. So okay guys, so just a side note that consent is only valid when the people involved are actually capable of giving and receiving a consent. So if your significant other or if your partner is a well in, in a very vulnerable situation their yes might not mean yes so just make sure that they're actually in a comfortable and a normal situation and in their senses when you guys are talking about anything and then we're all good to go yeah just figure out that what they're actually trying to say and not just feel entitled to that yes Okay, so I think fair point is fair enough, and thank you so much. Um, no does not mean convince me. Like, if someone said no, you don't have to just go and say, True. like, nahi yaar, but you know, this will be fun. 100% like, agree. This. And, and I, I promise, I promise, I will be, I'll be so, I'll be so gentle with you. I promise, I'll be the best. You like, you know, you'll never come across such a gentle person ever. Like, no, I said no. And that's that. No. Yeah, so in short, in short, in short, you're trying to say is that, no no doesn't mean trying to you know play hard to get it just means no to anybody out there who is you know who feels that it's really difficult to say no it's fine i've been through that but all you have to do is just talk to yourself come in terms with do you actually want it you're not obligated to fulfill anybody's wishes or needs the needs you're not no just this is a situation where you make it about yourself and you put yourself first, right? So just, if you're ever in an uncomfortable situation, talk it out, your partner will understand. And if they don't, run. Run just as fast as you can. Yeah, you don't have to, you don't have to go defend yourself that why you don't want it. You just, if you said no, it's a no. So, okay, we talk a lot about the things in gay culture and sorry if the listeners, I'm sorry if you are using that word a lot. Okay, so we did talk a lot about it and I just feel that to some extent we can still say that the, you know, the victims or the people who go through it, and just because they are treated as punching bags and people don't realize that part. There was a misogynistic man and he said this thing where it was like, so, you know, it, rapes happen because unemployment and economy, you know, bad economy exists. 
So my question here is, do we ensure to ensure someone's safety in our country? Do we have to look up and check our economy or employment first and then ensure that we are someone's safety? Kevin, Kevin, see, honestly, I have to add on this. Even the eco- economy wala part comes later. But does that statement imply that unemployed women should go around uh, sexually abusing men? That doesn't happen, right? Are only are only men unemployed uh, because we know that even women we are we comprise at least forty percent of the working population, and if an employ uh, unemployment strikes, it's happening to all of us, right? But we aren't giving the excuse that by our purpose, कुछ काम नहीं है करने को तो हम जाके आदमियों को परेशान करेंगे. Yeah, they also try to like you know justify that how sex is a natural urge in men. so like it's a requirement for them and that is why you know they get so attracted and they try to sexualize everything so like just yeah and basically like the urges talk to them like more than they are you know listening to humanity they are like you know driven by their urges so okay i was saying something here so okay so the root of the issue is that it's not that you know women ka women are being punished or being women are treated as punching bags because they don't you know because their economy is bad the root of the issue is that people don't see that sometimes women are still not respected that much and the second we you know get a chance to step on them we do that and that's what we've been doing it for a long long time yeah and like let's just not normalize this culture and like when like girls have started thinking that it's normal part of growing up like being catcalled or followed this is all you know like natural that it happens to every girl so it's normal but no it's not normal so guys um when incidents like these happen don't stop talking about them because when we don't forget that this happened a week ago and if we keep talking about it even after a month somebody will hear us and we will turn a coin yeah exactly it's just like we have we all have to come together for it like one person cannot bring a- okay so from this note i think we come to the end of our rape culture episode and the thing is uh, this episode was especially not really meant to like entertain people like obviously we do make our podcast to entertain people and make people happy but it was just a small step so that maybe you know because if we stand up for something and if you stand up for something maybe you could make at least one person stand up for something right so yeah to all the listeners please you know harassment bullying slut shaming even rape obviously rape right so if these things happen around you do not stay silent okay do not be those people who just watch the show do not be those people because you are committing a crime too if you are letting it happen okay so please stand up stand against these things because these things are not good these things only destroy things okay and i know you are very strong and you are very smart so i know because like obviously you are our age right so most of you so you know i know you are very smart and please take right decision to these things and i hope this episode is something that you know you might agree to as well but if you don't if something we said hurt you i'm really sorry this episode was not meant to attack anyone this episode was simply meant to like you know express about what we feel about these things so yeah i hope i hope you had a time like not a good time obviously nobody had a good time but you know i hope you had a time and yeah just you know 
keep looking for our next episodes and that will most probably come out the next week but yeah you know what stay motivated stay happy and yeah thank you so much for listening to our podcast bye